0: I'm crying. Don't cry. All right. Welcome back to Clear Eyes Full Hearts Plus Booze, the podcast. I'm Mary Johnson. I'm Katie Elliott. And this week we're joined by Toronto podcast queen, <laughs> true Marie, guest I, host no guest star of Deja the View. Nay, guest star. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. It's true. I also think that you are have one of the most underrated Twitters. Thanks. I agree. Because I'm always like, oh, Marie, she probably has like 4,000 followers. No, but I'm like operating at like a, a constant 350. And I think like 200 are like fake. <laughs> Just fake. <laughs> They're fake bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like what you hear in this episode, you can follow Marie at... Hari C. Mudson. <laughs> can you <laughs> unpack no, I that a little? No. Mm mm. <laughs> okay, well, good luck. That's my problem. I'm like, if you can't figure that out, you don't deserve to follow me. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> don't worry. We'll we'll at you. Thank you. Um, so this episode, we start talking about moms, and then we forget that we were talking about moms. <laughs> it derails pretty quickly when we have to talk about the McCoys because... We for some reason can't. We have a mental block when it comes to those McCoys. They really are like they're poison like warlocks, and they're just <laughs> yeah. It's like they've put a spell. We can't speak about them. No, it's no. Difficult to even think about them. Our focus he is who out must the not window. be named. So anyway, Joe Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has crime. It has Joe Doyle. It has a trophy room. It Has a diaper. <laughs> It has Finding Nemo. Yeah, you guys strap in. All right, enjoy. Thanks. So, because it's not on Netflix anymore, mm-hmm. we had to get um, Patrick to send us a screenshot. <laughs> He's sending them like chunks at a time. Yeah, so we have up <laughs> to like episode six right now. So the episode we watched today was how the other half lives. Um, and the summary is Coach Taylor feels pressured when the boosters corner him at the annual barbecue. That is one scene of the whole episode, but <laughs> at I'll the take very end. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, okay, fine. Yeah, like it's I'm not, not wrong. gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna raise, raise a stink about it. But like, as always, we'll fill you in on the actual rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, so I oh. think. No, wait, wait, we're going to say hi later. (laughs) I forgot. Um, There's a few, like, big chunks of information in this episode that we're going to try to, like, tie everything into them. was not really a theme to our madness this week. No, we're just going to, like, see see where the night takes us, I think. Yeah. And Um, see how the other half lives. wow. Wow. Perfectly brought back thank you yeah just rein us in when we get (laughs) too off topic (laughs) um yeah so did you enjoy this episode i know you're not a huge fan of the show i didn't love it um but i didn't hate it either i hated um tim and lila but i loved smash and it, and i loved everyone's mom in it
1: yeah the, the moms, moms are the, best. the moms
0: and the grandmas are always mm, really good mm-hmm. i love a grandma i love and i love grandma. a mom yeah <laughs> um i think we should kick off with smash because it was a continuation again from all his weeks of wait maybe we should talk about all the moms okay i'm down to Talk about all the moms okay, okay. who do you want to start with <laughs> smash's <is> mom <laughs> Okay, so Smash's mom, like, lives for the sole purpose of making us all feel amazing about our life choices, and to reinforce the fact that we're all beautiful angels that deserve everything. hmm But she's the most beautiful angel yeah, actually she actually. works herself to the bone when to she provide was, like, for her kids snoozing on the couch and then she like <laughs> pretended to read when Smash <laughs> got home it was like fa- like a nice little moment it was a mm-hmm. classic mom move mm-hmm. like she doesn't want him to know that she was like waiting up for him she's like mm-hmm. oh no I'm just I'm just reading. reading I'm just reading my like probably like sexy romance yeah, I think novel she's <laughs> darker <laughs> that's coming out are you guys gonna see it? no way Mm-mm. <laughs> oh Wait, Never. are you? I'm probably going to watch it, like, privately. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. But I saw the I first like one. It wasn't horrible. If you're going to do it, like, privately, why wouldn't you just, like, watch something that's, like, better? Because I want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I read the books. Are I read the first two. How many are Whoa. there? Three? I think there's, like, 17. I read. I think there's fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first one is white. The second one, is <laughs> white, gray, right? opaque. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They were like not great, but whatever. I read Twilight too. Are yeah. you watching it as a Zarita a or, or a supporta? supporter <laughs> As a Rita or a supporter Yeah. Okay. So she calls her fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Her fan. <laughs> okay, back to the episode already. Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, so Smash, um, what happened? Smash is so happy that he got in. He got a walk on at Texas A and M. Right. The episode starts with him giving adorable brotherly advice to Noni. Yeah, while he's like doing push ups and like getting all like shredded for his mm-hmm. walk on. That was me doing a push up, by the way. This mm-hmm. You look weird. like you're flailing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um. And then he answers a the phone. There's someone on the other end, basically talking about his mom's, like, shifts or, like, schedule for the weekend. And he's like, you must be confused. Like, my it's mom the already... the rudest way to answer the phone, by the way. <laughs> like, he's just like, um, my mom already has a job. I don't know who he- you are talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, like, if it were me, I'd be like, oh, something extraterrestrial is happening. I should just, like, let adults handle this instead of being like, excuse me, I know everything about my mom, and she already has a job, and... And we have so much money we don't need anymore, so thanks for your time, but (laughs) you have the wrong number. So she's picked up a second job on the weekends to, like, help, I guess, save money for Smash's college if he doesn't get a scholarship to the school. Um, And when Smash finds this out, he does not understand how... Or why this would be a a necessity. So I'm just confused about why he wouldn't get a scholarship because isn't he back up to his regular time? I don't know. I don't know what the walk on means. (laughs) Maybe like they, because like he's not being like scouted from like high school, he's like not a contender for Mm -hmm. like a main scholarship, you know? Yeah. Because he's like getting his like second opportunity yeah. he's not like in, in like talked about anymore yeah. yeah he's not one of like the like, like rising stars exactly he's too old and like for a walk-on do they even have to like pick him after or like invite him to be there Yeah, it's so a walk-on an I- audition yeah it's like a try it's like a tryout yeah mm-hmm. it's like american idol it's, it's a like- walk-on <laughs> It's a, it's a walk-off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Zoolander reference for you. Um, so, like, probably that is, like, a little added, like, piece of stress in his brain. Because he doesn't fully think holistically about what going to school without a scholarship would mean. I think mean. he's just so psyched to not, like, to be doing it in the first place. Yeah, um, And then when he's working at his job at the Alamo Freeze during the week, the manager of some kind or like head office guy tells him that the like, the CEO the CEO of Alamo Freeze mm-hmm. says that they really like Smash as an employee and they want to offer him a district manager job. I think that if he wasn't doing football that would be a great job. Yeah, but he's like what, 17 or 18? 19. 18 or 19. And like they they were basically like Setting him up to like this is like your life now if you do if you accept this, like we're giving you the company card. I think and the like, way that, that They want him to be like a lifer. I think that comes across that way in the show, but like for someone who may be saving money for school or to move out, like that's a good opportunity. Yeah. It's hard to get a full-time job with benefits to your yeah. high school. It has like <laughs> it has like an air of permanency, but like yeah, it doesn't it's, have it's to be. It's supposed to permanent. No, scare us.
1: Oh yeah! yeah in the show, it's mm-hmm. definitely
0: like an ultimatum. Yeah, like yeah. you do this or you go to the walk-off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it's like obviously a sweet deal because he's intrigued by it, and he even tells his mom like, "Listen, because he my future has, is set." No, because he has the idea that like he's the man of the house, and he yeah. should be taking care of his mom, and he like, had to grow up too fast because his dad wasn't in the picture, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So he thinks, like, he's not a kid anymore in his head, but his mom's like, let me take care of you like a mom is supposed to. Mm-hmm. Aww. That's, like, verbatim what she says. Are you going to take my help. I am your mother. Maybe you get the scholarship, but if you don't, I am going to help you. You let me be your mama. That is my job that's so beautiful yeah yeah so again like i think that smash kind of like knows what he really wants to do but needs that affirmation or needs to make sure that like he's not crazy for wanting the football thing mm-hmm. i think he just always tries to do the right thing and he thought that taking care of his family financially was the right yeah. thing Um, But she assures him that, like, she's going to, like, support him and, like, do all this, like, stuff for him. And that he can play football and that she wants to, like, watch him play football again. And then that he had better pay her back after when he (laughs) graduates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, like, perfect and, like, pretty real, like, parent-child conversation. I think. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think that in this episode there's a lot about financial insecurity versus security and um, how that like a realistic portrayal of how that plays out in everyday life so you know the idea of saving for college or going to college versus having a job or like following your dreams versus like being a pencil Mm -hmm. pusher that kind of comes across like what's selfish and like what is just like a good idea and like better planning Mm -hmm. yeah wow well bad planning (laughs) Would be poor planning. <laughs> would be what happens with Tim and Billy. Oh, that's the worst that's a, planning. And you know why? Because there's no mom involved. There's,
1: there's no, no mom. mom.
0: But wait, it's kind of like, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I thought that like this whole stupid plan came out of the idea that Billy doesn't want. Um, his girlfriend's mom to pay for the wedding. It all goes back to mom. Yes, this whole episode is is really called how the moms how i live. met your mother, <laughs> how I met your mother. <laughs> bad moms <laughs> no good, moms. good working mom <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. working moms coming this fall to cbc um, you're right actually because because he, the first thing that tim says in the episode is wow those Colette's. colette women can eat <laughs> Because I guess they're like scarfing down steak, Mm -hmm. and Billy feels like he has to pay for it again because he's the man. Well, Billy, like, looks like such a baller. Whoops, in that first scene where he's like licking his finger and like throwing bills on the table. Billy's hot. Yeah, well. (laughs) So, like, you kind of think, like, and now he's engaged too, which is like another weird societal pressure of like, how do I need to take care of my family and take care of my now fiance? Um, But he's broke. He has no money. What is Angela's job now? I have no idea. Tyra really blew off Buddy at the football party when. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah, because there's that deep seated. Right. Because didn't, like, did Tyra's mom and Buddy not have a thing? They did. Because she worked at Garrity Motors as the receptionist. Disgusting. (laughs) But because Sarah's mom is like a beautiful diamond. Yeah. (laughs) She's a diamond in a rhinestone world. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Billy doesn't want... Angela to pay for the wedding or her steak Mm -hmm. no and I think it also has to do with like maybe he's I don't know maybe he's insecure about what Angela like used to do for a living because Tim and Billy says there's like a weird remark that flies about like the guys who used to see her at the club oh Mindy Mindy still is a stripper oh okay yeah but they, but like Billy doesn't care that she's a stripper, like in public, but maybe. Well, Tim is the one that said it made Lila uncomfortable oh, when Mindy was oh, okay. pointing out everyone that she gave a lap dance to. Yeah, Lila right, right, would right, right. be uncomfortable okay. by that. So, like, is, does Billy want to like prove that he is like the man, like with capital T, capital M? Or is he just like. I don't know, because I always got the feeling, and I think. I think that this is what they're going for in the show It's that they their love is pure. Okay. So he's like I don't care what I she does that. 9 to 5. Yeah. But then when she gets home like she's you know my girl. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> actually they actually have the most. They have the pure best relationship. relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Okay. Um so don't worry Thank about you. that. <laughs> Billy actually is a good guy he means so well he just doesn't have the resources or like the shit available to him Mm -hmm. to like apply himself and Mm -hmm. a life of crime ensues yeah so they steal wire that's their (laughs) copper copper wire (laughs) but then one of the wires is blue I
1: think think it has
0: like a thing around it yeah like a shrink wrap a rubber type like oh like for insulation Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) Um, so Jesus the, over yeah. here. <laughs> the um the rolls themselves are gigantic. They're like Extremely the size of the heavy. heavy. They both yeah. get so sweaty. Mm-hmm. Tim and like so he's supposed sweaty. to go to this party. Forget it. No way. <laughs> but Tim is like normally pretty sweaty, so I don't think anyone mm, would bad an eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh Tim, you're sweaty and your hair looks disgusting. <laughs> Welcome Looking to the party. <laughs> <laughs> right
1: on time. <laughs> Yeah, Um, so
0: Billy, like, recruits Tim as his, like, crime wingman because his other buddies, like, fell through and they can't help him and he has this hookup for the copper wire. And Tim proves himself to be a crime genius because he knows, like, the best getaway route from the... back alleys of Dylan. So Tim, like, doesn't really want to because, again, it's all about, like, Lila doesn't think that he's good enough, da-da-da-da, and he's trying to, like walk the straight and narrow, or not do things to... But also, Tim is a person who has a conscience. Totally. And he's also... Um, like, when he was living with that meth dealer, mm-hmm. he didn't like that. <laughs> he didn't like <laughs> that. <laughs> like, he knows right from wrong. And he just doesn't want to, like, keeps, get involved. Yeah, but he keeps getting pulled back into mm-hmm. the wrong out of, like obligations mm-hmm. like he wants to help people yeah he like loves billy and like yeah. wants and billy just like i need this money to like start over and like have a life and like now i'm getting married and mm-hmm. tim's like how can i say no to you yeah yeah and how that's can another i quit you thing. that's like <laughs> another thing that people do if they're like financially insecure like not everyone is like a crime mastermind kingpin some True. people are just like out of options hmm yeah. or just victims of circumstance it is sad like it, this was kind of a bummer this episode did yeah. kind of like this like um th- crime thing altogether made me really bummed out because at the end when they're done stealing all the wire and they're like covering it up at the pool like in their backyard near their pool they're not like yeah bro we stole the wire they're just yeah. like uncomfortable and like sitting in silence, like. No music, no talking. Mm -hmm. Because they know it's not the end of the road. Like it's not like you stole money and you can just deposit it into your bank. Like you stole a shitload of copper wire that anyone could see and immediately know it's the missing copper wire. (laughs) (laughs) They're not proud of their copper wire. No, of their haul. And Billy, and Billy's also just like you know, if I needed to do something like this again, it's no big deal. Like I'm Mm -hmm. totally comfortable doing it. Because he was really egging Tim on, being like, "Let's steal another." three yeah, bundles yeah. of wire he almost got caught mm-hmm. stressful. Tim is thinking like oh shit like this is the beginning mm-hmm. of like because now Billy thinks they got away with it yeah mm-hmm. so I feel sad for Tim because like he's just trying to live a normal life and he doesn't necessarily like want to go to college or like do anything super ambitious but I think he just wants like a peaceful life he literally just wants what he's always wanted which is just like ten a- acres <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how much land does a man need (laughs) seriously that play taught me so much about like it's originally a short story when we were in grade five we had Mm -hmm. to read a short story by leo tolstoy called how much land does a man need it's about a guy who makes a deal with the devil that if he can walk the perimeter of a piece of land Mm -hmm. in a day like from sunrise to sunset he gets to keep that land okay so because I guess land was pretty expensive in like Russia whenever <laughs> it was in the olden written. days <laughs> probably still is um, so he walks and then he gets really tired but he's like if I just keep pushing myself I can like have this huge thing of land and then he dies of exhaustion oh my god and then the twist at the end is how much land does a man need six feet from his head to his toe <gasps> ew <laughs> and then oh, as children I was in grade four we did oh, a play Wait, yeah. did we do a play we did a play rendition of it <laughs> Was it just one person walking out in the courtyard while the parents watched from like the bleachers? <laughs> that honestly, yeah, it was probably... actually track and field day. <laughs> no, it was like there. Well, someone had to play the devil. Yeah, and then I think there was like no, we flash know. flashbacks during yeah, it. Yeah, because there were like other characters that were it was, like his family. His like, yeah, that's... it was uh... okay. <laughs> so that's what's gonna happen. Didn't to someone Billy. get stabbed? How much the wire does a man need? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so this whole time, Tim is trying to reconcile his life of crime and the Colettes, who are going to be his in-laws, with Lila, who's really doing her best, like Little Miss Perfect impression. This she, episode. She's like trying the least to oh, be normal, like friendly and normal with them. First yeah. of all, she plays the victim with Tim being, like, they're mean to me. Like, I I don't feel comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. why don't leave me alone with them? And it's, like, okay. Like, I think you've only been hanging out for, like, one day at most. <laughs> like, this is, like, this friendship just started. Like, but give also, it But also, that's time. not even true because L- Lila and Tyra, like, get along. Remember when they yeah. planned pantherama? Remember when they were go-getters? Yeah. I think it's, like, the Mindy-Angela angle mm-hmm. because they probably... Mm-hmm. Like, as much as Tyra and Lila don't really have a problem anymore, they pull Tyra, like, into that, like, let's bully Lila type of, like, mentality. It would be so easy to bully Lila. Oh, my God, I know. (laughs) Even though, like, Tyra isn't really bullying her when they're all hanging out at the Riggins house. She's kind of just like, yo, leave her alone. Like, it's not funny. But if your mom and sister leave, you're going to leave with them. Yeah. Yeah. And Mindy is saying her, her, oh my god, the marriage vows, Nemo. wedding vows that are literally finding Nemo. But like that, this is so accurate of like a small town, <laughs> yeah, like innocence of like thinking that that is a beautiful, normal thing to say at a wedding. No one has ever stuck with me so long before. It's there, I know it is because when I look at you, I can feel it. When I look at you, I'm home. I don't want that to go away. I don't want to forget. It is pretty beautiful. And when she says, I don't want to forget. It's such a snobby thing to like laugh at it. To like guffaw at it. Yes. Like, that's that's not even a Lila thing to do. It's because she's like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think subconsciously she's like, She's like, I'm better than these women. They're telling me that Mm -hmm. I'm so much better and that, like, I exude all these, like, personality traits. Like, maybe I am like that and maybe this is stupid and I should be, you know, laughing Mm -hmm. at it and asserting my, like, intelligence into the situation.
1: But Um, but it just
0: backfires on her from the beginning. It leads to one of my many favorite one-liners in this episode, <laughs> where Lila is, like, freaking out, backtracking, trying to be like, Tim, tell them how much I love Finding, Finding Nemo, Nemo. <laughs> tell them how it's my favorite movie. And Tim is, like, really distracted because he thinks he sees a drug dealer coming up from the window, so he's just like, mm, yes, sweet fish. <laughs> Which is the best thing that ever it's happened? It's like crazy that that's not like the tagline for like <laughs> Friday finding Night Lights. Nemo or, something. Oh, yeah. or like Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think a lot of these funny lines are ad libbed. Totally. I don't know why, but I get the feeling that. They're just off the cuff. They have to be. (laughs) There's no way... There's no way that someone was like, okay, next line. Sweet fish. Nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Write that in. Can you take 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 sweet sweet fish fish again? (laughs) A little more... A little more passionate about the fish. Mm, Yes. Sweet fish. (laughs) Yes. So, to sum up, Lila is insecure. Tim is balancing a crime world and a, a, a... A Garrity world. A Garrity world. And billy although loves isn't crime. buddy mm-hmm. isn't buddy a criminal uh what did he do i don't know i just feel like he uh, probably, like, I definitely feel like he's scheming like, he definitely doing something like horrible. wandered some money or like mm-hmm. insider traded or like something stupid yeah that or face like, is a crime speaking of sweet fish he looks like <laughs> a blob fish <laughs> he does look <it> exactly <laughs> like a blob fish <laughs> And I like like an angel. Whenever I see his hair shape, I'm always reminded of the blobfish because his hair is like a perfect, like, I don't even know. Like a fin? It's like a shape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the Colettes get up and leave because Lila offended them to yeah. the end of time. Yeah. And Tim, like, because he steals wire, so, like, Lila's, like, mad because the Colettes, like walked out on her, and they don't like her. Tim doesn't show up to the football party to meet Lila because he's busy stealing copper wire with Billy. So Lila's alone at the football party, and Buddy knows it, and he's mad about it. So then Tim has to, like, come to her house to apologize for not coming to the football party. Mm. But he can't be transparent with her and be like, I was stealing copper wire. (laughs) wire. (laughs) He just has to be like, I'm so sorry, like, da-da-da-da-da. And then Lila's like, I tell everyone that they don't know you the way I know you, so like, don't make a fool of me and like, don't treat me this way. So it's like, yeah, the world revolves around you. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah. And it sucks for Tim because he wants her so bad, and he's happy that they're in a like real relationship. But she'll but never she be seems happy. like a pain. And he's also so yeah. loyal to She's high Billy maintenance. Yeah. that he'd probably put Billy before her, even if he didn't. Even if he knew it would cost him her. Like, it would cost him his relationship with Lila. He's, like, very tortured. That's why he's so sweaty all the time. (laughs) Yeah, he's, like, burning calories. Just, like, dealing (laughs) with his life. True. Yeah, so I think... I was uninspired by this. I thought it was cute at the beginning when they were just... In the library. um, In the library, like, being flirty and funny and, like, normal high school kids. But... As soon as, like, the class wars, yeah. like, started happening, <laughs> it's just, like, Nemo they're Gate. just so, like, doomed that yeah. it's, like, hard to watch. Yeah. And, like, obviously, I'm going to be, like, team Tyra and team Colette until, like, the mm-hmm. end of time. Yeah. And, obviously, team Billy and Mindy till the end of time. There's not really room for Lila in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm, and we've always said since day one like people are too hard on tire. like if you don't like Tyra oh, Jesus Christ why would they do that <laughs> anyway it's like, it's, <laughs> know. Insane. it's hard for us every time we do this <laughs> the wine doesn't help no. but still um anyway so we're just like go easier on Lila but then she this season I think she's really annoying yeah and I hate thinking that yeah I know because i think it's anti-feminist but (laughs) not my fault but now we kind of like julie a little bit so we're sort of like whoa. just i wouldn't say i like no but we're more tolerant of her she's not offending us right now so we can like kind of project our we can just like we can only hate one one woman at a time yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's like the the rule of feminism you can only hate one woman (laughs) at a time Okay. Put all of your problems under Bet her Betsy devos. Mm, yeah. yeah. Is that how you say your name? Yeah. I think so. Perfect. Perfect woman to hate right now. But who knows? Next episode. She might turn who it knows out. who's gonna wrong us next. The world <laughs> the world is crazy. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. Don't get comfortable. Um, you wanna do wine time? I wanna do wine time. Okay, cool. Tell us what went through your mind when you picked this wine. Okay, well, first of all, there are a million wines in the world, and I literally read every label to think, like, what is a funny named wine? Or what bottle looks amazing? And this bottle caught my eye because the wine is pink, but the cap is green. So I was instantly like, Christmas? <laughs> or like, <laughs> <laughs> or like, Candy, like yeah. it's just like watermelon, it? and then the environmental activist in me was like, "This must be something about the earth." And lo mm. and behold, it's an environmental cap to showcase this Ban Rock Station Pink Moscato 2015 wine from Australia. Ooh, 2015! <laughs> oh yeah, vintage. Um, So, this wine has a... On the back, it says, Helping protect our beautiful planet since 1995. That's so beautiful. Banrock Station's global environmental donations have exceeded $6 million... Um, to more than 130 projects in 13 countries, from wetland and waterway preservation in Australia, wildlife conservation in the UK, saving salmon in Canada, and helping protect the Great Barrier Reef. These projects and many more are close what to wildlife. More... Do they have from the UK? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like, like and a hedgehog, like a robin, like sausage, yeah. like, like, like foxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> foxes. Yeah, definitely foxes that they yeah. like preserve so they can kill mm, them for fun. Pheasants. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, Anything fancy rich people would eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no wobble. Like, the I was literally thinking of like what's an animal in Downton Abbey? <laughs> yeah, like a um like a type of weasel a, with like a fancy yeah. name. Um like a martin <laughs> Like totally a portrait. Yeah. <laughs> that we're gonna get people from the uk being like um actually there's like these endangered <laughs> crazy animals yeah. that everybody should and it's gonna know about. the earth." okay sorry so <laughs> anyway this wine was beautiful looking and it preaches where's it from some kind of environmental message it's from australia i think well mm-hmm. yeah southeastern australia please enjoy responsibly we are yeah i don't like the taste of it though (laughs) (laughs) i actually don't mind it and i don't know if it's because i'm so used to drinking like random sweet wines when we
1: pick a wine every
0: week that now i'm like used to what this tastes like
1: but if i had never
0: had moscato before i'd be like what are you doing to me but i like it it's like really drying my mouth out interesting and it's just it's very syrupy yeah but that won't stop me from pouring myself another glass right now it would probably be good with an ice cube when i went mary this is only (laughs) six percent alcohol really yeah i didn't read that this was the (laughs) biggest waste of your money (laughs) i can't believe this but you're protecting the pheasants (laughs) it's worth it i was just like a don't ever assume wine's gonna be a different alcohol percentage I, I have no words <laughs> um, anyway how would you rate this wine like like out of uh, like from w- one to ten moms <laughs> this is like definitely a mom wine mm-hmm. Angela would she would <laughs> chug this wine <laughs> she would like blend this as if it was a margarita uh, that would probably be really good actually Yeah, This is good wine smoothie material. Yeah. Um, I would rate it five and a half moms. I think I already thought of a rating system before Marie said moms. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's pretty obvious, but I'm going to rate it four out of ten spools of copper wire. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. So we have two reviews... For our review, review, we don't review them while the contest is going on. So we yep. decided, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll read the first one, then you read the second one. Okay. So this one is from... Oh, yeah. We don't say who they're from. <laughs> so many rules for a review, review. Um it says thank god they returned with season three five stars when their coverage of season two ended in early jan 2017 on a cliffhanger because canadian netflix didn't carry the further seasons i was worried but this just made their triumphant return two weeks later with the first episode of season three all the sweeter it is a dryly humorous blast reliving fnl with katie and mary and i recommend it to all (laughs) I love that. I love that we have such um, like strong storytelling skills that people were waiting for the next installment. <laughs> um, also, the titles of these reviews are cool. Yeah, they're good. So this one is titled "Ever Clear Eyes Full Insights." That's like better Whoa. than our actual podcast name. Um, happy are the days when new episodes of clear eyes full hearts plus booze appear in my podcast queue you two have made something i love friday night lights a communal experience and more you talk about it with humor and intelligence while becoming buzzed (laughs) (laughs) i feel as though i'm drinking and talking about this engaging television show with good friends thank you and thank you that, that was, was really nice that, that was, was like, really nice n- nicer than anything anyone has ever <laughs> said about me <laughs> um we tweeted an article the other day that said like compliments are like mini orgasms for your brain <laughs> and i like agree <laughs> that's why we love the review review awesome keep sending your reviews and then go to our website and enter the contest you have to do both things you have to, have to enter the contest. do both things because we don't want your personal information in the iTunes podcast app because it's a garbage app and probably they're stealing it. They're going to hack your information if you put it there. So um you have to go to our and website. I know there's some selfless people that are just leaving a review and not entering the contest, but just enter the just contest, do it takes five seconds. And you could win a cool thing. Yeah, thanks for your reviews. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Next. We have to talk about... Um, so this is like an umbrella of things. Yeah. All underneath the McCoys. Yeah. Because they have come to Dillon and they're here to fuck things up for everyone. Death comes to town, a.k.a. the McCoys come The to real town. McCoys. <laughs> um, so the McCoys, as you know, are a crazy family that moved to Dillon so that they're prodigy football son could be honed and molded by coach taylor so the first thing that we learned about the mccoys this episode is that jd's name is john doyle joe doyle oh yeah sorry (laughs) joe doyle mccoy because last time we were like lol what could jd stand for stands for joe doyle you're welcome i just think of doyle I just think yeah. of Doyle too. To me it sounds like it's like um I don't know, like a hand towel that you would buy at like a gas station. That's like the visual <laughs> that Joe that name, Doyle. That yeah, something like the Joe name Doyle McCoy. Sounds Republic like Republic of Doyle. <laughs> or it's like, like a Twinkie or like yeah. some kind of like wrapped cake mm-hmm. thing. Something from a Joe gas Doyle. station that has like oil on it. <laughs> it's definitely some kind of like weird food, beverage or one use single serve towel. Yeah. Or it's, like, a new kind of, like, health food, like, Joe Doyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> anyway, we were clearly shook by the fact that his name was Joe Doyle, even though it's not that weird. It's probably, he's named after his dad and probably some really old, like, racist great-uncle. Totally. Yeah, like, from... The war? Yeah, that owns that... <laughs> Like, I'm like, like, what's that bad war, the Civil War? The Civil yeah. War. Confederate, the that's, bad that's the bad one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they probably, like, owned that, like, haunted plantation restaurant that they went to last totally. episode. Totally. Oh and they probably didn't even pay for their raw quail. Yeah, because the ghost of Doyle will <laughs> handle it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> They're just like, tell them the ghost then us. <laughs> And then they do a wink, and then they get to see the, <laughs> the prime table. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Marie was supposed to rein us in, but <laughs> she's, she's, just just, like, <laughs> getting, she's just like getting, she's just going along for the ride. She's like inching her chair back until she's like out of the apartment <laughs> and doesn't have to be here anymore. <laughs> So, essentially, the McCoys, we know that they're, like, bribesy, and they have, like, ulterior motives and stuff. And Coach is trying to, like, just be cool about it and sort of, like, let the politics unfold around him. But he doesn't want to, like, have it explode. And He thinks he's, like, above it. Like, he thinks that it'll just, like, sort itself out if he remains, like, true and righteous. Exactly. That's exactly Coach's thing all the time he thinks that like the craziness of Dylan is just gonna like be how it is but if he just continues to just be a good straightforward coach that people will see Mm -hmm. like that he's doing the the right thing but that's like never what happens that's not what happens because everyone gets interested in like the thing that's good so Buddy is always gonna be coach's ally but he's gonna be like want JD on the team and want to be friends with the parents because it's going to make them more money and benefit them further. Mm-hmm. And so Coach has to remain firm on the fact that Matt Saracen is their quarterback and that they're playing him. He's starting. He's the quarterback. and The QB. And JD is just like new and young and... like Has potential, but, but like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Exactly. And the McCoys are not going to... Basically, stop until j d is where they think he deserves to be as q b one, so they hired did you already say this? They hired a quarterback coach for him, yeah, that they allude to it costing like thousands, thousands of, of dollars, dollars a week or something. um, and it's Wade Ackerman who is gonna such a fucking football name, Wade <laughs> Ackerman. and he wears a visor in the first scene where they're like throwing footballs. I was like too much speechless Um, yeah he comes back in a big way wade yeah just you wade oh my god (laughs) yeah every episode we should do a like segment where we update on what wade is doing called just Just you wade Wade. (laughs) um so like the fragility of the football politics also rests on the annual football barbecue of course tammy hates doing the barbecue every year every year she hates it this year she hated it (laughs) season one i assume she hated it season two (laughs) yeah yeah um so she's wait did she she probably didn't do it season two because because coach Coach wasn't in other place yeah he He was was in other other place place. (laughs) In the he was upside down. down. That's what I was gonna say. Um, you're totally right. She dodged a bullet by being like a frantic, like postpartum depressed single so mom. So she's only had to do it one time before, <laughs> and yeah. that's how shitty it was. That makes that her panic this time seem
1: over little. the top
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was like no, 100% was on her team so bad last time that she just knows like the shit when she gonna... hit under the but table you'd think <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you'd think that she <laughs> like scarlet in <and> nashville <laughs> 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 but you'd think that she would be well i guess there was the drama with the jumbotron so yeah, she's just like really not shitty. looking forward to seeing people but yeah the tammy I know would have been like, now I know what to do for the next barbecue. Like I know exactly how much steak to order. I know exactly what mistakes I made last time. She kind of did do that. And like, Oh, and And then got the rug swept out from under her. And that is what I think like started the whole panic again. But also coach, like she's telling her true feelings, the same feelings she had before. Like, I don't really don't want to host this. I don't want to host this in my house. Plus now I'm going to be roasted by every single person, from the school and every single booster because I fucked up the jumbotron thing (laughs) and he sweet talks her into being like no it's okay we're gonna like it's you're so hot like throw a barbecue for me and she's like fine I think that she thinks that's funny because he's obviously like he's doing like a horrible job of placating her look next year I promise maybe we'll have it somewhere else All right. did I tell you how sexy you look today? Did I tell you that you're the best friend, mother, and lover that a man's ever had? Yeah. But he also says, like, next year, we won't have it here or whatever. We'll do yeah, it Yeah, he's like, else. we can talk about it next year. But then later, he's like, I only said that <laughs> to, like, stop your complaining. Yeah. I but remember? that's, like, clearly what he was doing. And Tammy was yeah. laughing about it. Like, she wasn't. Like, he wasn't like, yeah, totally, let's have it somewhere mm-hmm. else, you know? Like, I think that this, their whole tension in this episode is, like, written really well where you can see both sides, and there it's also very true to character, where yeah. Coach eventually, like, explodes all his <laughs> inner emotions, which he, like, does every time. And he's mean, <laughs> and it's always mean when he does it. It's yes. never, like, a chill... Bitch. Yeah, next year I said we'd do it somewhere else. And I was pretty much just telling you what you wanted to hear anyway. And another thing is, as far as this barbecue, it's not just important to me. It's a symbol of, of trust to have the kids over here at the house so they can be in our home and feel welcome. I'm and really what the like, fact of the yeah. matter is, you're being played right now and you don't even realize it. Oh, come on. That is silly. I don't even know what that means. You're being played. I'll tell you what it means. It means scotch. It means cigars. It means now what? that you got the party, and, and the cigars? next thing you know, we are going to be Yay. indebted to them. And I don't want to be yeah. indebted to them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but at the same time, like we understand why, because he's like in a insanely high stress situation. Yeah, I'm not like defending him being mean to Tammy, but there is like so many factors at play. Yeah, and it's all the football politics. Mm -hmm. So like because he doesn't let Tammy in on like the actual gravity of every situation. Yeah, so he doesn't because it's like his job that's threatened, and it goes back to the financial instability thing like if he loses his job he can't support his family and that's what he Mm -hmm. never wanted the whole time that's why he went to Texas what is it TMU yeah Um, so he is like seeing all this unfold and he's worried that it's gonna translate into Like him getting usurped, yeah. But but instead of telling her that he's just like, we have to have the party. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she, when she's at the grocery store trying to get her rib order, that, like (laughs) obviously the fucking some woman who answered the phone screwed it up. Couldn't. (laughs) She's like, is it that woman? It was (laughs) a woman. (laughs) Um, she runs into Katie McCoy, who's never met before actually. So she meets Katie McCoy. And Online, her tank top. at the meat counter <laughs> okay we need to talk about her tank top because it was <laughs> it was amazing so it was it's I like it's a like halter, a halter but halter. also a tube top tu- mostly Tube. Mostly tube. <laughs> the halter was held <laughs> purely <laughs> decorative <laughs> <laughs> and like we said it looked like a strap it looked like a strap that you would like hold a saxophone with or like a gold medal, yeah. where the medal yeah. would be, there was a hole, a hole where you could just see <laughs> clearly. Was it like one of those plastic rings yeah. that like, yes. and the, the fabric was around. gathered? Yeah. 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 So um, that's what we're working with. <laughs> with Katie McCoy. <laughs> um, I think that tells you all you need to know. She's a fancy bitch. It really does just like, that's the visual that you're just like, I get you. I mm-hmm. totally get you. Like fancy, but not classy uh, yeah there we go <laughs> like Thanks. fancy but not understated like new money like still yeah. Texas not like Logan's town. family not like Logan's family no like Logan from the show Logan from the show <laughs> <laughs> Logan from Gilmore Girls but but he was on Friday Night oh, Lights okay, but we yeah, call yeah. him Logan because we never yes. remember his Friday Night Lights name because he's like <laughs> born his name again. was Christensen right his <laughs> yes. first name was Christian Yeah. red flag <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Do you think he changed it? When he was born again? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay. Um. So Katie McCoy likes Tammy's, like, sassy attitude at the meet. She thinks it's hot. Counter. She thinks it's hot. Well, I think there's a red flag right off the bat because <laughs> she interrupts Tammy while Tammy's having her meltdown and she's like... Can I just? Well, actually, maybe I understand because if someone's having a meltdown at like the deli and you just need one thing and you know exactly what you want, you're just like, "Can, Can I?" No, just- but I think that she. I think that, um, McCoy totally knew who Tammy was mm. and was like, "I'm you like cl- and like." It, that was the gag. Like the gag was like, "I'm gonna pretend that I'm just interrupting her, but really, I'm gonna like smooth talk my way mm-hmm. into being like so who are you?' Mm, interesting." so that that, that opened it up to be like we can have the party at my house I don't think she knew who it was at the beginning but then when they like met eyes I think she was like ah like here's my in you know what I mean like there's my kind of like like, I've heard about you there there was was like a moment of recognition Mm -hmm. yeah and then she was like okay like this is perfect because Katie McCoy's thing is that like she wants to get involved with the school so it's like she's she knows exactly what Tammy wants to hear she's 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 like I'll buy you chalk yeah she's a little bit different than Joe Joe because Joe is like a psycho like we'll stop at nothing and he's like just scary and horrible Mm -hmm. but Katie is like personable and probably down, really likes the people that she meets and likes her friends. Yeah, but at the same time, there is that like get like I'm number one, like have to get ahead, do you get Richard or die like, trying. I thought that like she was definitely using this party thing as like leverage to get her son to be the QB. Yeah, because I think she uh, she's always still playing for Team McCoy. She's yeah part of <laughs> that, that football <laughs> reference. Yeah, she's, she's really part well of that offense, and <laughs> she. She... She throws a Hail Mary. Totally. And... and she, <laughs> a Hail Tammy. <laughs> and it lands, and they, you know, get Six the... Six points. <laughs> they get the... They, she decides that she's going to offload the party onto at her house and take on the burden of the party. Mm. So Tammy doesn't have to. But at the same time, it still boils down to, like, Tammy has a confidant, and they obviously do like they enjoy gabbing. Yeah, because the next scene it's a different day because she, Katie McCoy's wearing a, a different, different halter. tank top. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like this friendship has already spanned multiple days. We should days. do Katie McCoy halter watch. Mm-hmm. So the second halter is like you said is it giraffe print? It's giraffe or like or large leopard. Ooh, because you know there's like small leopard, and then like, it's I feel like it's giraffe for some reason because it seemed bright yellow to me in my mind's eye. Mm. (laughs) Mm. It's just like a regular halter like, structure, no wacky strap, but very plunging. <laughs> yeah, like, to her sternum. And a, and a weird thing, too, is that she always seems, like, very weirdly naked because she never, like, wears a yes. necklace or wears, like, really, a like mm-hmm. big jewelry. Mm-hmm. So it's And like, she has short hair, that's the thing. And her Tammy really could long. wear that and yeah. look, like, less slutty. Yeah. Because she has the long hair to cover it. So I know that it's, like, a bajillion degrees in text all the time. And that, like... But you, everyone else somehow manages to wear... Like, yeah, even I'm though like, a regular it's, it's hot and everyone's wearing like summer clothes I think all she year looks long. looks great. I say smoke them <laughs> if you got them. She looks em. great, but there's something about it that I'm like always shocked when I see her because yes. I'm like, put on a sweater, you must be freezing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 110 degrees in yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I've like never been that naked in my life. <laughs> oh my <never>. God. No. <laughs> yeah. Summer in Canada is still really cold. <laughs> That's a lie. Global warming affects us all um so tammy comes home tells coach that the mccoys are like katie mccoy is so sweet she took the party away from us we don't have to do a thing now we just gotta co-host it at their mm-hmm. house coach he has a freak attack f- furious and he's like it's like he makes a good point he's like how are we hosting it if it's at someone else's house but he like freaks out yeah he freaks out because he sees this for what it is yeah, and it's he like a show, power they're like, Yeah, they're like undermining him, which they are. And Tammy, like if Tammy he had just explained it to Tammy, yeah. she would understand. But then he like blew up at her, and he basically was like, "You don't understand, like she, football politics." And it like you can tell that she's like hurt because she's like, "Oh, I thought I like made a friend." Yeah, and the whole thing at the end is like she still doesn't understand. He leaves the room to go like get Gracie because Grace starts crying, and she's still like. <laughs> but we don't have to have the party at our house anymore. Like, she's yeah, still she still doesn't, doesn't understand. she's is, like, her carpets and her clogged toilets. And now that she has, like, a weird girlfriend that they can power walk around the block together. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, Tammy... It's just a lack of communication. It's a lack of yeah. communication. And, like, you know that, like, the whole, like, lead up to the party, they were all... They probably were really tense and it wasn't, like, that fun. But Tammy, like, just is so stoked to like still go and plus katie mccoy is having a margarita bar by the pool mm-hmm. yeah why and can't valet. we all have a little fun mm-hmm.
1: yeah and their it's house so is so annoying crazy. that Coach
0: doesn't use the valet oh my god yeah. he's being everyone's like embarrassing like dad or uncle <laughs> who like refuses to do something mm-hmm. yeah like was julie in that car with them because julie would have like refused to ride with him i if think he julie parked his own Matt. car yeah. She would have been like, let me out this second. She yeah. would be like park. Let me Talk and roll. This second. Yeah. Um, and then at the party, Tammy has a fabulous time. She just like hangs out with her her girl. We know from when Peter Berg was on the show that Tammy loves fancy things. Yeah, she loves to be wined and dined. And she loves Big houses. Yeah. I bet Katie McCoy has his and hers closets. His and hers closets, y'all. Think of what Tammy could do with a his and hers closet. She would have that closet organization system. And she would have hair extensions hanging. <laughs> <laughs> ready the to just on at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Coach spends his whole party time um, pretty much trying to escape from everyone and, like, ducking people's questions because they all want to know if he's going to move to this, like, fancy form of offense and, like, put J.D. McCoy in right. as what their... What is it called? The Spre- spread the spread form. eagles. <laughs> what is it? The spread formation, That's which I don't missing. know what that means. It just um, makes you think of, like, cream cheese or, like, hummus. Mm-hmm. Like... I bet you there's so many snack commercials during the Super Bowl about spread formations. Girl, if there isn't, you need to... <laughs>
1: I, I the to untapped get market.
0: <laughs> I saw not a single one. Okay. Listen up, people. We're almost home. Let's get in spread formation. They're at the football party. Coach is wearing a Panthers button-down shirt. Branded. The likes of which I've never seen. And I have. will never see again. No. we will never see it again. It was a one-off. The costume designer made it and was like, you think this is a good idea? And then he wore it for one episode and they like... Eh, he could just wear a normal button down that won't cost <laughs> us as much money to produce. Yeah. It was nice though. He gets accosted by Buddy. Do you think Tammy made it? No way. No Fuck way. No. Jose. Dude, she can't. She doesn't have time. And she's so mad at him. <laughs> Especially for the party. <laughs> she doesn't have time to throw a party and get ribs and, and embroider. Embroider. Maybe Gracie Ball did it. Yeah. <laughs> Gracie Bell's, like, the baby from a series of unfortunate events and, like, can carve stuff with her teeth. (laughs) Yeah, she can sew with her mouth. And every time Gracie Bell, like, has a reaction shot, she's, like, saying something insightful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coach is playing pool by himself. Like you do. And then he gets accosted by Wade Ackerman, Joe McCoy. And Buddy And and Buddy Gary, the 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 (laughs) blobfish. (laughs) The three amigos when it comes to douche names. Yeah. (laughs) Those are all really good names, actually. Going back to our naming They're well-crafted, but, like... They're evocative. um, And so, basically, they just lay it all out for Coach being like, we want JD in this Mm -hmm. piece. And he's like, well, I'm not paying you guys. Like, what did he pay you? Yeah, to Wade. Mm -hmm. Yeah and wade just goes like yeah <laughs> wait what? Is there like a movie where someone does that oh my for god a really, this really long gets time stuck in my head all the time and i never know what it's from i do it like all the time and have no clue no fucking clue i think it's paul rudd i always think oh, it's, paul it's probably rudd. i love you man i feel we've had this exact conversation <laughs> i like i love you man Yeah, it's funny. What's your favorite Paul Rudd movie, everybody? Paul Rudd movie? Um, Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't think of any movies. I really love when he and Phoebe were a couple and friends. I like when he changed his name. To (laughs) Crapbag. Yeah. (laughs) I remember thinking that was, like, the funniest thing when I was... It's funny because she thinks his first name is Crap Bag, but he (laughs) changed his full name to, like, Crap Bag. That's really good writing. Yeah. (laughs) It's the only good joke... It's the only joke in Friends that stands up today. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Listen, we all rewatched Friends... And, and we got we all bummed out. Found out that it was horrible. That's true. I thought that the Nestle Toolhouse joke, like mm, that one, a good episode. every time. Yeah, yeah. that's my episode. favorite Paul Rudd movie. <laughs> Friends, Friends. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> it's the episode of Friends where he changes the name to yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if is Paul Rudd like ever a star of his own movie, or is he usually like just in movies? I love you, man. He was. Is he Ant Man? yeah he's, he's ant man <laughs> he really is the star of that one i was gonna um, say the 40 year old virgin because i always think of him from that first when he's like that do mm-hmm. this in love with mindy he's an anchor man too right true mm-hmm. he's very funny mm-hmm. in anchor man mm-hmm. yeah he has the iconic like sex panther part <laughs> I'm using like all my brain power trying to think of a movie that Paul Redd is. (laughs) Um, He's in, this is 40. He's in. Oh, okay. uh, Um, The one Sarah Marshall as like the weird surf instructor. Yes. Yeah, but that could never be anyone's favorite Paul Rudd movie. Although that movie is really good. That (laughs) movie fucking rules. Also that weird movie with Jennifer Aniston where they like live on a hippie commune. Oh Oh my god. That movie is really good. Okay, that's a really good That's a really good movie (laughs) for sure. Okay, maybe that's my favorite Paul Rudd movie when he's like talking in the mirror. It's so funny. (laughs) Yes. And him and Jennifer Aniston should just be... They should just be together. Yeah, forever. Also, wasn't he in a movie with Amy Poehler... Yes, they this came is, together. They came together? Yeah, oh, that's oh, a really yeah. funny movie. I haven't seen that. Oh, Damn. it's really funny. Paul Rudd turns it out. Mm-hmm. It's like um, like surrealist. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this is our Paul Rudd appreciation corner. <laughs> I don't, don't want to cut this out <laughs> of the podcast. No, we won't. We'll leave it. Okay. We'll leave it forever. Yeah, you're welcome. It'll everyone. be our legacy. Uh, tell okay. us your favorite Paul Rudd movie. Tweet at us. <laughs> you were asking the question again i was like is this groundhog day like what my favorite Paul Rudd movie is groundhog day i don't know if my face was like you you, you looked like scared for katie i'm just going through a lot you guys Okay, we have to get through this. These McCoys. (laughs) Why can't our (laughs) brains let us talk about it? It's so horrible that we can't go there. So they corner him in the pool room, and nothing really comes of it. It's just like you can't bully me. You're not going to bully me into this. Yeah, Yeah. it just reaffirms the fact that like it's not going to be okay. And Coach like is really he he still thinks that he can just like stay the course but mm-hmm. as a viewer you know that like it's not Something okay is yeah, go down. and one of them like says I don't want to come home to a for sale sign on my lawn yeah that was like the weird other coach that's like come on like let's just play JD yeah and coach like gets really stubborn too. So it, it starts out as like, no, this is my team. I know what I'm doing. And then it kind of snowballs into like, oh, no matter what you guys tell me, I'm not going to listen. Yeah. And so Matt is insecure about the whole thing also. And coaches keep telling him like, you're the quarterback, do your thing, like blah, 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 blah. And they're playing Arnett Mead, which is like the top. They're right. They've never won against Arnett Mead. And That's the legacy. Matt is like stressed out about it, and it. Is Mo's... Arnett Mead the, their main rival that shared their locker room? I can't remember because it's like the locker room thing and then also all the vandalism in season one with like the car smashing. Is that all Arnett Mead? I feel like the first one was yeah. the car smashing at the very beginning. But, and I'm not sure if the... The locker room sharing. I feel like it is, but someone will tell us. <laughs> so during the game, Matt is playing pretty well, but he keeps getting clobbered because like Arnett Mead's just like very physical mm-hmm. and good. And he's putting himself in a lot of positions where like he gets tackled or hurt Yeah, to he's... throw the ball or like to... Make the play, and know. he's yeah. being like super aggressive and authoritative when he calls the plays. Yeah, which is annoying because it's like Matt like be like that all the time, not just like when you're feeling like you're bummed and out. Exactly. <laughs> but whatever. So then the game is tied, and Matt's playing well. He's playing like he's well. He's giving it a hundred and ten percent. But and. But they're, he's getting like physically clobbered, so coach like asks him if he has like one more like play in him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And JD is like suited up and like ready to go, not because like they're gonna like touch like uh, I can't Swap speak anymore. Him out. Yeah, like pass the baton or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> so Matt like is tag him out. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say. <laughs> like it like tag team yeah yeah like like relay race yeah to finish the game because there was like they need one play yeah this part actually really reminded me of the super bowl the real super bowl because in the real super bowl like the patriots were going to lose and then they had like a few seconds left to like nail it and tie it up and that's kind of like they did it and matt did not do it yeah Matt, like, I don't know if the play was for Matt to run the whole way or if he should have passed it off, whatever. I like he panicked. Like, he freaked and he was like, oh, I'll just do it. Yeah. And Joe he, said it wasn't weird for a quarterback to do a touchdown, but I don't think we've ever seen Matt do one. No. I don't think we've seen him do one either. Um, and I just don't know if it was, like, the true play that was set up or mm. if he made the decision at the last second to do it. And he pushed through on, like, pure adrenaline and, like, it seemed, stubbornness it because seemed really triumphant he when it happened really yeah. wanted to like prove to everyone and then also win against arnett Mead. so when he jumps over the line i was gonna say the finish line because i really don't know about <laughs> anything and lands in the end zone they caught like everyone starts like cheering but the ball like bounced yeah, out of his he hands he's he a butterfinger yeah literally yeah <laughs> So the point is, you have to like put it, like you have to put it on the ground, like with control and with intent. And, like, you can't just like to drop yourself, it, like a baby. Yeah, you can't just yeah, like it's fling the most your body. precious cargo. Yes. And I, I always like, I'm like, oh man, well he tried, you know, like it just flew out of his arms, and everyone's like, he didn't land on his head properly at all. Like that ball was like bouncing <laughs> out of his. I'm like, give him a fucking break. But it really is important that you clutch that ball mm-hmm. clutch he it. really like messed up yeah and he feels really shitty and everyone's mad and sad and when coach comes home there are for sale signs on his on his lawn and him and Tammy are still beefing kind of over the mm-hmm.
1: like intentions
0: of the McCoys and like there's a sad montage to death cab for cutie was there yeah what song was it? I don't know. I looked up on tune Find and I didn't know it. It sounded like scary, like violin music. I'm just telling you what tune Find told me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I think like the whole like McCoy's like infiltrating the Taylor, um, like their relationship and like their their space that they occupy can be summed up by that scene mm-hmm. where Tammy's like or Coach is like, you know who I miss. Mr. Coach's wife. You know who I can't wait to meet? Principal's husband. And Coach isn't even, like, mad when she says that. He says touche. Yeah. Because he knows. He knows that he was a dick. Yeah. And they're both in, like, such, like, positions of power and are probably used to, a Coach is definitely used to, like, like a just partner, like someone yeah. to like mm-hmm. support him without any other priorities or things on her plate. And she's now in a position she's never been in before and doesn't have a support system mm-hmm. because he is off doing his job. But also, like, he's in a really precarious position. Yeah. Right now. So he's not being,
1: yeah, the best he's not he being he the, be.
0: exactly. So they almost like each need like a other. Person to bolster they them right now. Need to be having an affair. Yeah. <laughs> they need Julie to be, to be, to be with... an actual <laughs> member of the family. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's true. Um, <laughs> were you gonna say she needs to be with Katie? McCoy? Yes, I was <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. A coach has Mac McGill. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Man's and Buddy. He has Buddy forever. Anyway, so there's not the quarterback situation is unresolved. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen to, to coach next episode. I, I think people are probably going to be mad knowing what I know about Dylan. (laughs) People are going (laughs) to definitely be mad. Yeah. But kind of was a, it ended like sadly. It It was a bummer. so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't feel happy. The Mm -mm. only part that was like any, like hope at all was Matt and Julie like potentially rekindling their romance yeah but it's hard for me to like feel happy right anything to do with her yeah I mean I think some people think they're cute together (laughs) so (laughs) I think that that would be a nice moment for them yeah (laughs) you're really like me thinking of (laughs) other people right now (laughs) yeah I'm really selfless like that empathy well, that's all I have to say about that. I believe. Is there anything else on the paper? I can't read it. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> My last we, note was like sad. Everyone is sad. We yeah. didn't talk about the trophy room. You're right. Oh, the JD. With, trophy. Yeah, Peter it was Pan's really hard for room. us to talk about. Anything. The party. The party. <laughs> yeah, the party was like exhausting. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, at the party. Matt, who's when was Matt so and insecure, Julie are like reconnecting. Yeah, they reconnect over their hatred of JD <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> yeah. Which fine. And making yeah, fun totally. of his trophies. Yeah. And um yeah, they're making fun of like his peewee trophies and his participation trophies because he's a coddled millennial. Yeah, his parents basically like, have a room dedicated to his accomplishments. And it's one of those classic I feel like it would I feel like this would never happened in real life one time. Unless it has, which would suck. But they're making fun of him and he's and he walks w- in he heard them yeah I know that only happens in TV shows but mm-hmm. it's enough to make you scared every waking moment <laughs> to, of your life to <laughs> never talk shit yeah at someone's house that's why I just don't I just don't talk to people <laughs> on the bus on the train yeah never that's why I like the quiet zone mm-hmm even though except I'm when you sit inhaling behind the inco- <laughs> <diesel fuel>. <laughs> <laughs> Um so JD McCoy hears them talking. <laughs> it's so hard to talk about this party. Because like no no one has fun. No one no. has fun. Kay. Um the one person who has fun is Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. She like actually exclaims like I had fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra might have fun. Yeah, Tyra like can make the most of like what is happening to her. Yeah. She can like always roll Just with the punches. In life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, J D McCoy like throws a little bit of shade at them by being like, "Yeah, like they bronze my first diaper. Like, you want to go see it? It's in the garage." That was like a scary thing to say. It was scary, scarily like shot because he yes. was like lurking like, kind there to like, him and, yeah. like, in the shadows, and the fact that he was like and it kind of gives him like a side eye as he's like walking away because yeah. he knows like it's he's trying to he's like trying to be funny but he's also being like malicious at the same time it's like yeah. don't fuck with me like you think that that Wee trophy is like something to laugh at like just wait <laughs> just wait, <laughs> just wait. Throw there's my a dirty diaper, diaper in, the, in the basement that i can show you guys but like what if like they followed him down to the basement and he like locked them in that's or what something. i was thinking
1: or, yeah. like, he's like,
0: take off all your clothes and go in. <laughs> and then, like, they open the door and they're on the, like, back lawn naked. <laughs> Why would they take off their clothes? <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> Maybe it was, like, a trick. Or it's like, yeah, just go through there. And then that's, like... Hmm. Yeah, like, anything. What we're trying to say is anything could have <laughs> happened. They're lucky they got out of there alive. <laughs> <laughs> that one run-in, like... With like Matt and Julie's one run-in right there with JD is enough for them to be like, "Whoa, we like can't trust this weirdo." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they were like scared after. Him. Yeah, the trophy room. It sounds like a like a actual horror movie. Yeah, like Slaughterhouse <laughs> Five. Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> I've never read that book at all. <laughs> Not a horror movie. No, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying like Slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah. Like House of like Wax. The trophy room. Like, like where the you cabin yeah. in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, it's, we need to wrap It's, up. <laughs> it's at It's 9.52. <laughs> All right. Um, great. So we want to thank Marie for being here. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. We can have you back on an episode where Tammy and Tyra
1: are gal pals yeah
0: thank you no problem (laughs) we knew you would like katie and tammy being gal pals yeah i like when i found out that i was being asked to be here i literally googled friday night lights lesbians to see if there was like something if there was a reason why you were like we should ask marie Um, thanks for joining us (laughs) thank you for having me listen guys enter our contest clear eyes full hearts plus booze slash contest go to our website well first go to itunes the rigmarole that is leaving a review on itunes once you've left a review go to our website fill out the contest uh form and then you are entered for a random draw to win a zine you can win one of two friday night lights zines follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us on facebook all of those are at clear pod and that's it bye bye